to make sure you go back to look at part one, where we started talking about another look at the generational curses. So we're going to continue on and go a whole lot deeper uh, right after this. Welcome to Kingdom Talks, where we engage leaders, teachers, creative artists, and everyday people in conversations that awaken listeners to new revelations of the Kingdom Age. All of our courses, community conversations, partnership links, and much more can be found on our website, kingdomtalksmedia.com. Now, enjoy the show. All right, so we are back with Daniel Jedediah Cook. And uh, again, if you haven't watched part one, go back, find it, check that out, uh, and get a little bit more information on Daniel and, and who he is and what he's doing. Uh, we just blessed Daniel, and I, I wanna, I wanna, I'm going to honor you now because I, I really forgot to uh, you know take the time out. We've been trying to do these things not. within a time limit, and anyway, I blew right through it. But Daniel, I just really do want to honor you and bless you and thank you for being on the show. Uh, it's an honor to have you on, and it's my privilege. So just going to say that up front and just allow you now to, to dive in because I know you had a lot more things that you were, were going to say on these uh, on the generational curses. Yeah. Well, thank and and Gil, I want to thank you and honor you because I mean it's there's it's really opened a lot of doors for us and I appreciate that. Uh, but not only that, just the connection that we have, just yeah. the connection that we have, and uh, which to me is far more valuable than anything else. And uh, even though we've not ever met face to face, I know that we will here soon, and I'm I'm coveting that day to to be able to see you guys face to face, you and Adina both. Look so, forward to that. But yeah, the, you, you mentioned something in part one where you were talking about cellular memory itself. And, and I'd like to kind of go back to that because it really began to spark something in me that, that I had looked at from this perspective before, but I'd never really tied it together with this until you said that about the cellular memory earlier. And that was the fact of Genesis 1. You know, when we go back to Genesis 1, you know, uh, the, the first part of Genesis 1-1 there says, Barashit bara Elohim et Hashemayim et Eretz. Now, Dr. Yana, if you're listening, hopefully I did that right. <laughs> if not, that's okay. Please keep continue. I'm learning how to say it appropriately. <laughs> but the the key part that I'm kind of tying into there is that Elohim is is the, the name for, for God that's used throughout Genesis 1. Uh, it doesn't become Yahweh Elohim until Genesis 2. And I think there's a very deep secret in, in that, and I don't want to get into that right now. But I do want to talk about the fact that that as you take the the Barashit and you, you look at that uh, Bara Elohim Et, there, there's an Aleph Tav after the Elohim there. And many, many from the, uh, many rabbis believe that when when Yahweh first created, the first thing that he created was his alphabet, his aleph bait. That was the first thing that was spoken. So that anything that came from that was then formed by words. In other words, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. So he had to be able to create the aleph bait in order to bring about that word, because the word was already inside of him, right? Well, as those words were spoken, you see, Elohim is kind of a unique perspective of this. And in that, in that, you know, we all say that we were with him before the foundations of the earth, that we were with him as he created the heavens and the earth. We yeah. with him yeah. spoke those things into existence. 
Now you got just you just got done talking about cellular memory. So that means our cells remember that time before the fall too, right? Our would, cells yeah, yeah, agree, retain yeah. that memory just as well as the memory after that. And so we know that we can tap back into that pre-fall and say, you know, this is the place that I'm, I know that Yahweh is calling us to be. He's taking us back to original intent. He's taking us back to the, the beginning where Yahweh talked and talked with man in the cool of the day, Adam and Eve in the cool of the day, you know? So interesting way of thinking about it, though, with, with, particularly in dealing with the cellular memory. So we can forget that part there. Well, no, you know what? Do we need to forget that though, Gil? Do we need to forget? To, or to forget thankful? which part again? Forget the part where, we, where, where Adam fell. Do no, I would I would personally say no. It's not that we forget it yeah. because it's part of our growing process. It's part of our yeah. learning process. <clears throat> and I see it as we are all a part of the Father, a part of God, and we are all learning. And that's part mm -hmm. of this whole thing. Why, why, why are we here on this planet doing what we're doing? Why did we right. come here with amnesia and now we're trying to figure out who we are? To me, it's all part of the growing process that as each and every one of us, billions and billions of people, you know, are going through this process of learning who we are, some doing it well, some not so well, but it's all good because right. it's all a process. And Father, and I know this irks some, some people, but I believe Father is learning and growing through us. Just, you know, because if he's not growing, let me say this, if he's not growing, but we are, I don't know when it might be. It could be a trillion billion years from now, but eventually we would catch up to him if he's not growing. So yeah. I believe that he is absolutely always infinitely, limitlessly expanding and growing, never to stop, never ever to stop, and that we are growing as well. But we're part, because we are part of him, we are part of that growing process. So it, I think it'd be a tragedy to forget the fall. It would. It would. Yeah, I believe I agree with you wholeheartedly. It was a part of our learning process, just as through our own lives and the things that have happened, you know, the things that we did sin and things that we did do prior that brought us to the place of realizing that we needed Yahweh, we needed him and yeah. that and then then begin to realize, wait a minute, it's not just that I needed him. It's not not, not just now that I'm a servant, but wait a minute. Now you've gone to the place of making me a son. Wow. And I'm a part of your family and I have the, then that start, and then, then he starts adding in the fact that, no, wait a minute, you're not only my son, but you're also a king. You're a priest. You know, you, you are, you are as, as Zadok, you are as Melchizedek, yeah. you know, you look at the face of the father and then you speak. And then in your, you know, you really have this place of the Melchizedek order inside of us because of Yeshua, you know, because of Yeshua. But it's so it's good. it's interesting that you you said that, Gil, because as I was uh, thinking about that, I remember this is the question. So I'm going to drink a Kool Aid with you on that last statement, okay? Because when when you were talking about the fact that God is growing and ever expanding, you know, I, I asked this question one time because I kept thinking about the fact that I remember as a child growing up, that, that everybody telling me there's a God shaped hole inside of me that only He can fill, and then one day it hit me. Well, if there's a God-shaped hole inside of me that only you can fill, is there a man-shaped hole inside of you that only I can fill? <laughs> Love it. 
Yeah, and, I'm right on there with you. Yeah, and so it so it, it it begins to to. I'm getting chili bumps on that one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it it begins to to allow us to see from a different perspective, in that in that as it in Yahweh we are really filling up this space inside of him so that when really i mean if you think about it when someone looks at us they see yahweh can they tell where we end and yahweh begins or where yahweh ends and where we begin no because all they see is yahweh because we've that that hole is completely filled in and his light is is, is emanating through us and 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 we're emanating through him i mean really if yeah. we want to go to that to that place i mean you know it's 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 crazy when you start thinking about it that way it's but, good good stuff uh, I, I love I, the fact of i think the cellular memory really kind of brings us back to that place of just remembering who we really are in him and and then in then from that place as we remember that then i can change my mind i can change my perspective i can change the way that i'm seeing things I can I can look at things from a different way. I don't have to be held down by the things in my in my my parents' past, you know, for like arthritis or heart disease or those sort of things. Not when Yahweh says that that by his stripes we were healed. I mean, come on, we've spoken that one for for years and years and years. And yet we we at the same time let ourselves into by our own words the very things that that we take on and now I, i've got to be really careful there because some people can get kind of uh, offended and hurt by that and i don't want to i don't want to offend or bother or hurt anyone in that so i'll i'm going to back off a little bit on that particular perspective of it but just know that you have the choice and you can update your software if you will yes you can upgrade that software yeah. and begin to speak these different things regardless of what's happened regardless of, of anything else and it's in that that we can stand in the purity of, of almighty yahweh you know and I, I just want to say that you know for for me personally to anyone else that i absolutely hold no condemnation no judgment or anything against anyone uh mm -hmm. that's not where i'm at i mean there's people that are way beyond where i'm at and it's just we're all on the journey and to just be able to view it and understand it as a beautiful journey with Yahweh. And right. it's not about where you're at. It's mm -hmm. that you're learning to, you know, process and, and just yeah. kind of level up in, in the sense of uh, you're growing. You're growing. Right. You know, one of the things that I that I just felt like Father downloaded is how do we access those memories before the fall? How do we access that? And you know, I don't know. Nobody would know the answer, but just what, what kind of the download I got is you get it from rest. Yeah. You know, so it's that place of rest, peace, shalom, meditation, where I'm able to sit in his presence and rest and trust him to realign with him who yes. I really am. To yes. So that's aligning with heaven, that I realign with who he says I am. And that I feel like the sooner we can do that, and it's not a race, but the sooner no. we get to that place, the the sooner we begin to, you know, just, con I, I think the increase in our leveling up and becoming more like our perfected self just exponentially, you know, increases. And that's why, man, what an exciting time to be in, because I feel like Father's yes, unlocking new technologies in the spiritual yeah. realm that are enabling us to make these leaps. And, uh, you, you know, I it's possible we may see it in our lifetime to where 
people engage with their the fullness of who they truly are and are able to walk in that in the earth when they and and just that it's just who they are so it's not a matter of here or there a sprinkling uh, you know salt and pepper around the earth of you know miracles and signs and wonders but no it's just that person walks in it and it's just like another another conversation i had just recently roger bannister when he broke the four minute mile it's like boom a lot more people just right through the gate right after him and we're going faster than him and right. so here we are and we're at that 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 cuspus of just stepping over into the fullness of who we are and once one person does it boom 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 we're going to see it exactly. all over the earth it's exactly. breaking that mindset and getting past you know into the 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 understanding of who we really are and then yeah the generational curses they they're not going to mean a thing anymore once once we start hitting that place that's the fullness of the new creation the new man the one new man i love it right <laughs> yeah now, and i love i love the the fact that you brought brought up roger bannister because prior to him everybody had said it's just not possible it's impossible to break that four minute mile yep. but one man said i don't think so and one man chose to to prove that it could be done and like you said the moment that that one man stepped over that threshold and beat that four minute mile suddenly others were doing the same thing because now there was proof that it could be done. Well, yeah. I want to be that one man that says, I know this is possible mm -hmm. and that I know for me and the way that Yahweh has spoken to me, because each one of us have a very unique and individual path and process that he's, that Yahweh takes us through. And, and, and he speaks to us individually. I call it the universe of two. It's kind of this picture behind me. That's what that painting represents the universe of two to me, the place where it's just Yahweh and I in this place, no devils, no demons, no, nothing can get there because this is my secret place with Yahweh. Yeah. And so if I, as I remain there, then I don't ever have to worry about those things because I'm there with him all the time. And so as Yahweh takes us through these steps in the process that Yahweh's call has, has brought us through that, then then he will take care of those things that we've been talking about. And again, I didn't want to, hopefully that didn't edge on offending anybody earlier because I'm really careful about that when, when I begin to speak because it can easily get over into that. But I know here lately, Yahweh's been speaking to me about the futility of words. Hmm. Here I am in here talking with you and we're talking about the future and Yahweh's speaking to me about the futility of words. But along with that, that, that statement that he's been giving me, I also have been thinking about what Paul said. I didn't come to you with the eloquence of words, but with demonstration and with power. And now I'm not looking to go laying hands on people and, and unless Yahweh calls me to. That's right, right. Right now, I'm not seeing that type of, of, of thing going on. All I know is that Yahweh, let me be that demonstration. Let me be that power that you're talking about. And so that words, words carry your spirit. And I'm thankful that my spirit, spirit man, that through the frequency of this, this place with you and I talking will carry, uh, his frequency will carry out into all those that are listening. Yeah. But, you know, that's the most important thing. Not my frequency, his frequency resonating through all of that. Amen. And, good... you know, it could be as simple as just a hum, but. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. A thought. <laughs> a thought. Um, yeah. Yeah, so let's talk about that more. Uh, we need to take a quick break. Uh, and just, you know, for those of you, the, the breaks that we share, you know, are on the ultimate impact. And it's just because 
that is the the one thing that my wife and I, if we gave everything else up, we would not give the ultimate impact up. That would be the one last thing we would ever give up because it's changed so many lives. So that's why we keep putting it out there. I uh, encourage you to join it if you can. Uh, but So here's a little break to talk about it, and we'll be back right after this. Hey there. Thank you for joining Kingdom Talks. We are taking a short break to share with you the life-changing online course called Ultimate Impact. Gil and Adina do an amazing job taking the complicated and making it simple and applicable for your life. Ecclesia groups are using this course to shift their thinking into the next age paradigm. Yeshua spoke of power, authority, love, and oneness that we have yet to walk in. So if you're ready to deconstruct limiting beliefs in order to step into what Father is doing now, this course is for you. Sign up today at KingdomTalksMedia.com under the Courses tab. Now, back to the show. All right, well, I'm sitting here with Daniel Jedediah Cook, and we've been talking about the generational curses, and we've gone pretty deep into some different directions, but uh, I think it's all related. It is. Uh, One of the things that we kind of touched on just before uh, the break was... um, I, I wanted to just ask this question. It's like, but what are signs? You know, when it talks, when Paul talks about, I came with you, you know, with power and, and not with words, eloquent words, but with power. So a lot of people now, I hear them saying, well, if you're real, then it'll be confirmed with signs, wonders, and miracles. And I'm not going to disagree with that, but my question is, what are signs, wonders, and miracles? What are they today? Are they anything different than what they would have been considered back then? And what's the greater miracle? You know, um, to me, the greater miracle that makes the bigger difference is a heart trans- transformation, even versus an arm growing out. You know, an arm growing out isn't going to change your heart necessarily. And what I'm seeing with this movement is we are seeing tons and tons of minds and hearts transformed and transfigured. And until that happens, the body's not going to transform and transfigure. We have to believe it. So anyway, that, that's just something I'm throwing out um, because it's kind of where I'm, I've been leaning quite a bit lately is just redefining what are signs, wonders, and miracles. been on with regards to that hey daniel so i just I've, realized for some reason it was muted <laughs> and so we're we're picking up right now we're live we oh just, no i mean not live but the recording's going uh so i think it only okay. missed the first few seconds there i hope that's all it missed so okay. anyway we were talking about again i'm going to back up just uh because uh talking about redefining what are signs wonders and miracles because a lot of people are are talking about the fact that things have to be, um, uh, you know, confirmed with signs, wonders, and miracles. And so I just asked the question, what is a sign, wonder, or miracle? And so anyway, go ahead and jump in there. Well, uh, I, I believe to me that's, that, that is a good question. Cause like I said, when we ended that last, uh, the, this earlier section, we were talking, I had talked about the, the fact that Yahweh had been speaking to me about the futility of words. And really, it, it had to do with me. It's been a treasure hunt to find out, Yahweh, what do you mean by that? You know, is, is, you know what are these signs, those wonders, these miracles that, that you're talking about? 
Or if you will, what is this demonstration in power specifically that Paul talked about? But I'm reminded of Jeremiah 31 in particular. And I think to, to answer your question, I believe that this answers your question almost beautifully and perfectly, at least in the most important aspect of this, because it really ties together that scripture that we talked about in part one about the fathers have eaten sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge. But in verse 29, it says this, in those days shall they say no more. The father have, fathers have eaten a sour grape and the children's teeth are set on edge. But everyone shall die for his own iniquity. Every man that eateth the sour grape, his teeth shall be set on edge. Behold, the days come, says the Lord, that I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, which my covenant they broke, although I was a husband to them, says the Lord. But this shall be the covenant I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my law, I will put my Torah in their inward parts. Torah means loving instruction. All right. I will put my loving instruction in their inward parts and write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. And they shall teach no more every man his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me, from the least of them to the greatest, says the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity, and I will remember their sin no more. So to be honest with you, I think the answer to that question, what is the demonstration in power? The demonstration in power is that power of a, of a life of a son, of a righteous life of a son. And there is no greater miracle than the place of, of being in that place of a righteous son. Not all of us are meant to go lay hands on the sick and watch them recover, Very even good. though Scripture says that we can. Yeah. Yahweh may call each one of us to do that at one time or another, but many of us don't have ministries for that. That's good. You know? And no. so what really is good. the most important thing? Yahweh, what do I do today? Yeah. What is what is it about today? You know, because when I look at faith, now faith is the substance of this hope for. And even with, when it comes to this uh, this these generational curses and the way that they operate, the uh, and and particularly that uh, the scripture in Exodus where it talks about I will visit the sins of the father uh, to the third and the fourth generation. The key there is actually the word visit, all right? The key to the understanding of that is in that word visit. It's the Hebrew word pakad, pay, kuf, and dalet. And when you, when you begin to look at that from the living letter perspective, you begin to see a, a, a something that, that kind of really ties back together everything that we've talked about up to this point. And in particular, you know, uh, let me let me give you an analogy first. Let me give you a, a word picture first. You know, have you ever been to the uh, to the Grand Canyon? Yes. Okay, I have never been, so I've I've never I've never seen the Grand Canyon. So I'd be I'm I'm excited to be able to get a chance to see it. So you know what I'm talking. Now, when you were there looking out over the Grand Canyon, you observed its absolute beauty, didn't you? You you were able to see all the things that were there and the beauty of the way that the structures formed. But at the same time, you could probably look close enough and kind of see some of the roughness and the the hardness of the of the of the Grand Canyon itself, because it's it's a formidable place to be in if you're in the midst of it. 
Yeah. But if you're in the place of visiting there and you're, you're there just to, are you a part of the Grand Canyon? Do you now become Grand Canyon Gill? No. no. I mean, I, I, you see what I'm saying? You, you now aren't a form part of the Grand Canyon. You visited, but you, it is not, it's not a part of who you are. That's not, yeah. you're not the Grand Canyon. All right. So when you look at this Hebrew word pakad there, it begins to tie in something that used to, uh, this, this, this used to bother me all the time when I was a kid growing up, because I was like, you know, my, my religion would tell me, and, and it was rightfully so, it was beautiful, because they would say, but Yahweh loves you so much that he wants to see these things for you, and he wants to do these things. But then you turn around and tell me that he's going to give my sins of my father to me, to the third and the fourth generation. So does that mean I'm going to have to live in hell? because my father lived in hell prior to this? God, that doesn't sound like you. That doesn't sound like the, the God that I know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And it really started making sense to me. And I'm, I'm, I am gonna talk about the Hebrew word pakad here in just a second, but it started making sense to me when Yahweh began to reveal to me about a midrash that talks about the people of Israel as they're going through the Red Sea. And in this story, this Hebrew story, it's in the uh, it's in the Zohar. In this story, there there comes a place where, um, if you will, one of the angels that's over the, the that's the, one of the princes of Egypt, the one of the he was the one who who had the oversight of Egypt, comes before Yahweh and says, "Which one of these are the ones that you want to get rid of? Both of them have sinned against you." Both of them have gone against your word. How are you going to judge between the two of these? You know, and it's, it's a really sobering story when you begin to think about it. But then as, as the, as it goes on, because of the, because of the choices that the Egyptians made, their hearts were hardened in that place. And Yahweh said, they are the ones that, that will be drowning in the Red Sea as the people of Israel pass through. But Yahweh cried for those people of Egypt. In, because they were his children, they were his children. Yeah. As a matter yeah. of fact, many people don't know this, but there's a certain amount of the wine in the second cup of the seder in the Passover that's removed on purpose because of the of the trials and the of the the situation. The seventh yeah. day in the Passover <clears throat> is the halal uh, prayer is reduced again as a as a rem as a remembrance of of the people of Egypt, because they were still God's people in that place. And so when you start to look at it from that perspective, Pakad starts to making a lot more sense. Pay talking about the mouth. You know, once again, we've talked about our declaration. Yeah. Uh, and it talks about, you know, how our words can form the, the, the very, our very world, you know, our own world, it creates our own world uh, because it's a cough with a yod. And so there's seed that's being scattered every time we speak the words. But kuf, kuf is to me the kind of the, 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 it plays, it plays two roles in this particular word. Because one of the, one of the meanings of kuf is it literally means copy or monkey consciousness. I know that sounds a little funny, but monkey see monkey do. Yeah. All right. So in other words, you can teach a monkey to do something, but does it have the spirit? Does it have the understanding behind what it's what it's doing? No. Yeah. And then da, the last one, Dalit, being the door and the the moving over into the next the next 
looks like you froze. Don't know if you can hear me or not. Evidently Are not. you there? Okay, there huh? we go. Okay. Okay, there we didn't we go. lose you. I thought we were going to lose you there for a second. Uh, yeah, I did too. But the Hebrew <laughs> word pakad there then in that place talks about the place of of basically I'm copying the very words that I'm speaking about myself and they have opened a door into the to the the other side if you will. But uh, looking at it from a righteous side, looking at it from the from the from the godly side, kuf is actually a zayin the, the the upper part of kuf here and then you've got the it looks like a p yeah but the two don't touch well, this is a zayin the seventh letter of the hebrew aleph bait and there's usually there's a crown on the top but in the kuf that crown has been hidden by the resh that sits on top so this is the living letter resh that sits on top well this living letter resh talks about in this particular case in the spiritual side in the righteous side talks about the place of being separated unto holiness. It talks about putting on the mind of Christ. You see what I'm saying? So that Hebrew word pakad, as I begin to realize who I am, I'm a son, a king, an heir, and a priest. Having put on the mind of Christ, I am separated unto holiness, and the door that I'm walking through is the glory of Almighty Yahweh. I'm becoming that light being. So You've got you've got both sides of that Hebrew word pakad there that begins to say, okay, then what is the difference? The difference is my choice. That's the difference. That's so good, Daniel. Choice. And uh, you know, we're we're out of time, and I feel like we're we're still warming up here. Um, do you have a few minutes to do some behind the scenes? Sure. sure. Okay. So I just want to say to everybody, number one, Daniel, again, thank you so much for being on the show. Just honor you, love you, love what comes out of your thank heart. You. It's such a blessing. And all honor of you who are listening, um, if you would be willing and interested, we are listener supported. Uh, you can get the behind the scenes. In fact, you can get all the shows that we do sometimes days ahead of time before we air them uh, when you become a partner on the behind the scenes tab. So you go to our website, which is uh, kingdomtalksmedia.com right down here below. KingdomTalksMedia.com, look for the partner or the giving tab, and there'll be an option there to partner with us with the behind the scenes. And it's $10 a month, helps us get the word out and helps us, uh, you know, pay the bills as well as we're looking at getting uh, uh, some staff people that are going to be able to help take this to the a whole nother level. And that whole other level is about getting the word out to more people. I think we're reaching about 10,000 people right now, generally. Uh, would love to take that to 100,000. We'd love to see a million people because what's happening is people are being set free and we're, they're recognizing, beginning to walk into the awareness of who they are. That's what I want to see. So thank you all. And uh, again, Daniel, bless you. Thank you for being thank on. You. And we'll see you behind the scenes. Honor you. Thank you, sir. Thank you for taking time out to listen to Kingdom Talks. You can find out more about Kingdom Talks Media and our mission to unite in faith and grow as mature sons at KingdomTalksMedia.com. Please continue to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Spreaker, Spotify, iTunes, Fringe Radio Network, and many more places. Go to our website to find links to all of our media outlets, as well as fantastic online courses and conferences, including the life-changing interactive course, Ultimate Impact. And last but not least, 
we ask that you consider partnering with us to fulfill the mission to get these messages to the world. To become a partner, go to the Partnership tab on our website. Thank you, and until next time, live a blessed life and keep carrying us in your heart and sharing us wherever hearts are open.